feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. This is stunning. A Chinese spy balloon hovering over America at 60,000 feet. And many people are saying, what is the Biden administration doing? It's sort of a metaphor for the way that they have handled our foreign policy. Just kind of let it just sort of sit there and continue to go all across America. Right now, it's sort of in middle America. It's supposed to be hovering over the United States. They expect at least for a few more days. It was also hovering over an Air Force base in Montana that had ICBMs. So, my goodness, don't you think it's a little concerning? And don't you think we should be doing something other than just kind of letting it just float along across the United States? To me, there are some real serious questions here. First off, apparently the Biden administration has been tracking it for a few days. And didn't say anything, didn't say anything to Congress. So a lot of questions with that. And then should we just be letting it sort of be floating along? And what other intel could it be gathering? It is certainly nefarious that it's hanging over a Montana air base. And it was doing that for a while. Uh, that was very, very concerning. Then, of course, apparently now tonight, there's some other big news that there is another one potentially out there that there's a second one that is being reported to be flying over Latin America. And there's also reports from Canada that potentially there's one over there. So don't you think this looks awfully fishy at a time where it's clearly orchestrated, at a time where Biden is definitely weak, and at a time where we don't seem to be doing anything about it? Do you feel good about a Chinese spy balloon flying over the United States? And, of course, they claimed that it was just a little weather balloon that flew off course. Uh, somehow, I don't think that that is accurate, and nor does the United States. When you hear from the Pentagon, usually they're like kind of tiptoeing around on this one. They're like, ah, we don't buy it. This is definitely a spy balloon. So what should we do about it, guys? Don't you think this is concerning? And don't you think it's a sign that they're just kind of inching closer and closer and closer to nefarious behavior? You know, if this happened on the other foot, if it was a U.S. spy plane that was found in China, they would have shot it down in a heartbeat. They would have taken down a spy balloon. They would have done any of this. And in fact, it was interesting. I was watching Fox News tonight, and they were running a piece that I did years ago when I was working there about a U.S. spy plane that actually was in international waters, but it was close to China. Guess what? The Chinese took it down. They don't fool around, and yet we're just kind of hanging around there. So should we right now just be allowing this to just kind of float along? And what do you think is the real objective of this spy plane? Are you as concerned as I am? Because 
To me, there is a lot more to the story than meets the eye. By the way, in about 10 minutes or so, we're also going to be talking to Gordon Chang, who is one of the best, I think, in the business on Asia. And we're going to get his take on what he thinks needs to be done, what he thinks actually they are trying to achieve. And clearly, it is a spy plane, apparently with a payload with surveillance equipment. They say the plane, the the balloon rather itself, is said to be about uh, two or three buses long and that there's some heavy equipment, surveillance equipment, right below the physical balloon. And that's why they're worried, they said at first, about shooting it down because suddenly you got that heavy equipment dropping at 60,000 feet. That is extremely dangerous. But keeping it up there is also extremely dangerous. And why didn't we shoot it down when it was over waters before it even got to the U.S. mainland? For me, this is kind of interesting. Why didn't we know when it was going over like near Hawaii? Why didn't we hit it before it hit the U.S. mainland just period? I mean, it's a balloon. There's surely got to be some way to knock it down. And uh, clearly, they don't have kind conditions. Why would they be saying, oh, it's a weather balloon? It's just out there uh, to gather weather intel. And somehow it just drifted just a few miles off course. Is there anybody that buys that bunch of hogwash? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. First off, uh, here is General Pat Ryder. He was doing the briefing today at the Pentagon, and he says, make no mistake about it, this is a spy balloon. First of all, we are aware of the PRC's statement. Um, however, the fact is uh, we know that it's a surveillance balloon. Uh, and I'm not going to be able to be more specific than that. Uh, we do know that the balloon has violated U.S. airspace and international law, uh, which is unacceptable. And so we've conveyed this directly to the PRC at multiple levels. Uh, and in terms of specific locations, uh, I'm not going to be able to go into specific locations again, other than to say it's moving eastward at this time. And as we just said, some other big breaking news that there is another Chinese spy balloon currently making its way over Latin America. That just came out a little bit ago. And the Canadians are saying that it looks like they may have one, too. Here's a little bit more from General Pat Ryder. Is there any way you could give us more details on when it's happened over whether it was over the continental U.S. or over U.S. territories? Is that something you would potentially take to provide the public more details about the extent yes. that these things happen? So what I would tell you right now is um, that information is classified. Uh, I'm not other than um, I can confirm that there have been other uh, incidents where balloons did come close to or cross over U.S. territory. And that's in the past that he says there have other incidents. And now we're hearing suddenly these balloons, what is it, like a uh, hot air balloon field where suddenly they are hovering all over different areas? And interesting that there's apparently one uh, over Latin America at this time, too. That certainly makes the plot thicken. Well, here is General Keith Kellogg saying what he thinks should happen to the one hovering over the U.S., they just should knock it down. Look, in Montana, 
there nine people per square mile. I mean, there's not a lot. There's a lot of space out there. And they should have made those decisions early when they saw it, like Jillian said, when that thing was coming earlier. They make the decision where to do it and when to do it out there. But you need, if you knock it down, then we can look at the sensor package. Then we can have a, what kind of sensors are these? Because this thing is transmitting. It's not collecting and holding it. It's transmitting this information back. And every day it sits out there, it's collecting information and sending it back. We don't know what it's collecting. We don't know if it's SIGINT. We don't know if it's, you know, human intelligence. We don't know what it is out there. We do know what's collecting. We're pretty collecting. sure it's not weather information. No, it's not. Yeah, and they're claiming again, the Chinese, that it was a weather balloon, that they were gathering information for agricultural purposes. And boy, what a coincidence that somehow it's flying over an Air Force base that has very sensitive U.S. technology. What a surprise. And that makes it even more suspicious that they won't even acknowledge what it is. And we all know, clearly, it is a spy balloon. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Norm on line two. Norm, what do you think we should do with this balloon? And what message should we send to the Chinese now? Mm, This is not a hard one, Rita. Uh, Scramble the F-17s and F-18s and shoot it to hell down. That's what we should be doing. What are we waiting for? What is this? uh, Do we doubt if we sent in uh, some sort of a a spy balloon into China that they wouldn't shoot it down immediately? So, I mean, what the hell is going on? Shoot it down. Yeah, that's what's amazing. You know, it's you know, you bring up a great analogy, Norm, that indeed, if this was flying anywhere near China, it wouldn't even have to be like over the Chinese mainland. It would like not even make it there. They would have absolutely have shot it down. There's zero you know, thought in my mind that they would have done anything else. And it makes you wonder, what are they doing? There's one coming from Latin America, from Canada. What are we supposed to be waiting until something else? And how do we know um, that indeed, you know, the U.S. is basically saying, no, well, they're not worried about the threat to the U.S. mainland. Well, how do we know that? We don't, we didn't, they didn't even tell us that it was hovering for days until it came out in the press. So how do we know that indeed, it's there for uh, benevolent spying, you know, purposes. I wouldn't even call spying benevolent in any shape or form, Norm. I mean, the, the the double standard, and it just makes us look wimpy. It looks weak. And they're not even coming out and saying what they're telling China. I mean, that's the other thing. Think about the messaging, Norm. The Biden administration is not even coming out and saying, you know, China, if you don't remove it in whatever, five minutes, we will shoot it down. I think we need to hear that kind of a language also from our president, who's very tepid, once again, on foreign policy. Your reaction, Norm? They're testing us. This is making a mockery of us. I mean, the, 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 do, do you really think that they would have done this for the four years that President Trump was, uh, was sitting in, in, in the White House? I mean, this is, this is, a, this is a test. I mean, uh, you know, and, and the fact that they're over somewhere over South America, oh, this is a test. They're... they're um, you know, they're crapping on us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, what, I, I agree. And by, by the way, I agree. If it was uh, Trump, I don't think they would have dared do it. One thousand percent. Norm, thank you very much. Let's go to Phil. Uh, line three. Phil, your thoughts about all of this. Uh, Rita, quite frankly, I think that the Chinese are trying to get in on the Thanksgiving Day balloon uh, lineup. <laughs> At Macy's, right? You're giving it competition. Yeah, yeah, but but realistically speaking, the truth is that as a military guy, I mean, my 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 contention is 
get get a rocket online, push a button, and blow it up. Because this thing, listen, the thing is twice the size of an MTA bus, and it's got a payload package, which is the size of a Volkswagen. All right, my point is this. Inside there, you could have a nuke. You could have a neutron bomb. You could even have vials and vials of COVID or some other plague thing. And if you parallel, if you drop that stuff in the atmosphere, it's going to filter down. And within, voila, within 30 days, the United States and South America, you've got half, you know, you've got 500,000 people dead an hour. But, but Phil, the good news is they do not seem to think that there's a threat. For some reason, they claim that they have been able to see it. Um, obviously, it's 60,000 feet. It's in a place where they are able to at least watch some of it. And they claim that it is not a threat to the homeland in terms of something like that. All they believe is that there is, just as you aptly said, a really heavy payload below it. And that's why they're worried to, I guess, explode it, because all of a sudden you're going to have a part flying down at 60,000 feet at a very high velocity. So um, they're worried more about that. But your your point is a good one. We don't know what else could be on there. Maybe we are not fully aware of what its capabilities are or aren't. Uh, but regardless, so what, what do you think? Very quickly, Phil, how should we, what should we do? Just let it float there? What do you suggest? Go to the high, the next to highest DEFCON alert, scramble about about 100 bombers in the air and send them over the Pacific Ocean. I think the, I think the Chinese will freaking get a message really quick. Yeah, I think they would at that point for sure. Phil, thank you very much. When we come back, everybody, we're going to continue with your calls. And also Gordon Chang is going to give us his take on what he thinks the Chinese objectives are on this one. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. What a perfect song to be playing tonight as all eyes are on that Chinese spy balloon. And joining us now to talk about what the intentions of China are and what President Biden should be doing because he seems to be doing nothing. Joining us now is the great Asia expert Gordon Chang. His Twitter is Gordon G. Chang. He's also the author of The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War. Uh, Gordon, I got to get your reaction. What do you think China is trying to do? Um, they clearly say it's a weather balloon, which is just a joke. We know it's a spy balloon. What do you think their intentions are with this? Well, they do want to collect information, Rita, um, but more important, I think they want to humiliate the United States because they want to show that the U.S. is incapable of defending its airspace. And they're trying to show how powerful China is by basically saying the U.S. does not dare to shoot down a, uh, sp- sci- a spy balloon, even though it's over the United States. So this is really a humiliation move. Is it working? Is it an effective move? Well, it's effective so far because we have obviously um, a violation of America's territorial airspace. We have an act of war and the U.S. is not doing anything. And we have a president who won't even take questions on this. This is an attack on the United States and President Biden won't talk about it. 
So this is an abrogation. Um, his failure to um, protect the U.S. is most solemn constitutional duty. How do you think um, the Chinese would have uh, handled this if it were under Trump? Would they, do you think they would have dared even doing it if it was somebody who was a tougher U.S. president? You know, I don't think the Chinese would have done this. As a matter of fact, they didn't do it uh, for what we know. Um, but, you know, they, the Chinese looked at Trump as unpredictable. And although they felt sometimes that he would be friendly, they were never sure. So, for instance, we didn't see too much provocative activity during Trump's years. And, of course, the Russians didn't invade Ukraine during the Trump years, though they did that during both the Obama and the Biden uh, terms. So clearly it, both the Chinese and the Russians were not willing to take on President Trump. So what should Biden do now? And um, are you confident when we hear, Gordon, that, you know, President Biden and his folks have seen the balloon, you know, or, you know, obviously not physically seen it, but they have looked at it through satellite um, and they don't feel it's a, quote, threat. Um, in other words, that there's not any nefarious activity beyond, obviously, the spying, which is bad enough. Um, but can we trust that their assessment of this balloon as being, um, now just letting it float away um, is the way to go? Or what do you think, um, do you have a sense, do you have confidence, I guess, in our capabilities to really assess what it's all about? Well, in terms of technical capabilities, yes, the U.S. can do that. But I have no confidence in the ability of the president, and I, I have no confidence in the ability of uniformed officers to make the right decisions with regard to what to do. Um, they obviously should have shot this down. Remember, it went over hundreds and hundreds of miles of uninhabited Alaskan airspace before it went to Canada. Then it went over hundreds and hundreds of miles of uninhabited Canadian um, airspace before it hit the United States. So clearly they should have shot this down at a much earlier stage. And so we have a crisis because we have a failure of leadership, both in uniform and out of uniform. Did you see also, by the way, uh, Gordon, that there are reports that now there's another one potentially over Latin America. Um, what do you make of the timing of that? Yeah, the, the Chinese uh, have a Latin American balloon. Um, the Pentagon's confirmed that. There very also may be a third one that, the, that Canada is tracking, um, though that one has not been confirmed. Um, I, I, this is just bewildering. Um, this is what the Chinese might do in the early stages of a war. Um, so we've got to be really concerned. Um, but it also shows that the Chinese are doing things which really don't make sense. And when a country does things that don't make sense, um, there is probably turmoil in that country's political system, which means that China can take us by surprise right now. This is an extraordinarily dangerous moment because we don't know what's going on, and what we can see is really frightening. Yeah, it really is. And everybody, we're talking to the greatest Asia expert out there, I think, Gordon Chang. You know, Gordon, what kind of um, nefarious information can they get? We know that this uh, Chinese balloon, at least the one that we know of, um, was flying over Montana, and that was an air base that had ICBMs. I mean, they've launched ICBMs from there. I mean, it's pretty, that's scary stuff, and it's no coincidence. That's high technology. Right, and it's also going over Missouri, where we have our uh, most sophisticated stealth bombers. And the question is, where is it going next? 
And I've heard people say that maybe Kings Bay, Georgia, where we have our ballistic missile submarines, um, and they've called that the trifecta, all three elements of the triad they would be spying on. Other people think that this balloon is going to Washington, D.C. We'll know fairly soon because right now it's in the middle of the United States as people can track this because they can actually, in fact, see it from the ground. It's that so, large. You know, it's interesting. And you're right, because it's like two or three uh, buses uh, big. Um, real quick, Gordon, um, if they're headed to D.C., uh, what do you where do you think they're going in D.C.? There's a lot of locations there. Yes, well, there there are. Um, but it doesn't have to go to D.C. to do a significant amount of intelligence collection because there are so many other areas where this balloon could go. Remember, it's maneuverable. So this is not a balloon being blown off course. This is a balloon that's going under the direction of the Chinese military. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it is still being operated by them. And we'll see where it goes next. Really scary stuff. Um, Gordon, we love you. We so appreciate always having you and your great, great uh, just perspective. Nobody knows it better than Gordon Chang. Gordon, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Rita, and stay safe. Thank you. You too, my friend. And everybody, it's Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. And when we come back, we're going to take your calls. You heard from Gordon. This is really scary stuff. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, our thoughts and prayers, of course, are with the Memphis Police Department at this hour after a shooting at a Tennessee library left one person dead and a police officer critically wounded. Officers were called to the Poplar White Station Public Library on Thursday where they encountered a man who had been the suspect and had been trespassing in the area. There was a call from neighbors about 30 minutes earlier saying they saw a suspicious man in the area. The man had started a confrontation with another person inside the library, and when officers attempted to talk to him, he pulled out a weapon and shot one of them. Now, another officer drew his weapon, shooting and killing the man. Uh, the officers say that the man was killed. He was identified as Torrance Jackson, Jr., 28 years old, of Indianapolis. The officer was taken to the hospital and listed in extremely critical condition. And tonight, of course, our thoughts and prayers are with the great men and women who wear blue there in Memphis, Tennessee, and everything that they are doing to protect all of us as tensions are certainly very high uh, there in the city of Memphis. And, of course, it's just a powerful reminder of how risky and how dangerous it is every single day for our law enforcement as they go out on a variety of calls. We'll keep you posted on the condition of the officer. And tonight we are talking, of course, here on the Rita Cosby Show about the status of that Chinese spy balloon. And now there's also one over Latin America. What is it doing there? There's reports of a potential one also in Canada. So why are the Chinese suddenly sending these spy balloons and they're sending them at 60,000 feet. We can monitor them, as you just heard from Gordon Chang. 
And he says this may be basically the early stages of a war that Chinese is trying to gather incredible and powerful reconnaissance information going to some of our sensitive sites like in Montana. And then it was over a a location where we're doing stealth fighters in Missouri. Potentially it's going to Washington, D.C. What is it doing? And why are we doing nothing as a government? Isn't it an important thing to send a message? We should have just shot it down. You know, Gordon was talking about its path coming from Canada. Then it went through Alaska. There's a lot of area there where there's no inhabitants. They could have shot it down there. It went over through water, too. They could have shot it down there. Why didn't they do it? Why is it now just kind of, you know, on its own, still being maneuvered by China, hovering over the United States? And is there any doubt in your mind that this would have not happened under President Trump? I do think the Chinese see weakness. They smell weakness not just after what's happened recently, but look at what happened the way we pulled out of Afghanistan. All of this sent a big message to them that we are weak. We're not going to be aggressive necessarily on foreign policy. And it's really kind of, uh, I think, really a PR windfall for China. And it does make us look bad. And I agree with Gordon that that really is primarily the objective here. And in addition, Obviously, who knows what kind of intelligence they're gathering in the process. So here is Congressman Mike Gallagher. He was talking on Fox News earlier today, and he said, my gosh, if it was China, think about this. If there was anything like this, like a U.S. balloon or a spy plane or anything, they would shoot it down in a heartbeat anywhere near the mainland of China. And by the way, they've done that in the past, too. Uh, They don't hold back. They say, listen, we're a sovereign country. You come in our territory. That's the price. And meanwhile, we're just letting the balloon hover above. It's sort of a metaphor for Biden's foreign policy. Here is Congressman Mike Gallagher. If the shoe were on the other foot, if this were an American asset over Chinese airspace, do you think they'd hesitate for one second to shoot that down? Indeed, they also have a history of shooting down our U-2 aircraft. So the fact that we didn't take action, again, I just don't understand it. You know, the other thing we've heard from the Pentagon and from the administration is that, well, this has happened multiple times before. You know, I've talked to multiple high-level Trump administration mm-hmm. officials in the last 24 hours. Uh, none of them really have uh, know what that, that is referring to right now. So if, indeed, the Pentagon had awareness of, of incidents like this before this one, and failed to share it, that would raise further questions. So the response has been insufficient so far. I'm glad, however, that Secretary of State Anthony Blinken canceled or Mm -hmm. postponed his trip to Beijing. It would have looked very weird for him to do a grip and grin with Xi Jinping after this violation of our sovereignty. He should cancel it. And the next time the Chinese want to meet, they should have to come to us here in the United States and they should apologize for this incident. Yeah, I 1,000% agree. By the way, I'm glad that Anthony Blinken canceled his trip. But do you think we're ever going to get any form of an apology out of China? Heck no. And they're just going to keep on doing it because they're getting away with it. Why didn't we shoot this down when we had the chance and now we're letting it like aimlessly hover all over the U.S.? This is Congressman Mike Gallagher basically saying that China is laughing at us right now. Well, it makes it all the more embarrassing and unfathomable to me as to why we didn't shoot this down earlier, particularly if we were tracking this from the Aleutian Islands over sparsely populated land in Canada and sparsely populated land in Montana. I have to believe that there was an option earlier where we could have disabled this, brought it down to a lower altitude or blown it out of the sky. And 
if the Pentagon doesn't have such a capability to do that safely in the appropriate timeline, well, then with our over $800 billion Pentagon budget, we need to develop that capability rapidly because this is not the last such incident we're going to see from the Chinese Communist Party. They're testing us. They're mocking us. They're trying to embarrass us. And, of course, they're trying to do, collect as much sensitive intelligence as possible from us. So the responses I've seen thus far from the administration raise more questions than they answer. Yeah, so many questions. Why didn't we shoot it down? And why didn't they tell Congress about other balloons in the past? And if there's one in Latin America, is it headed? Are they what having like a balloon reunion over the United States? Well, here is the spokesperson for President Trump, Liz Harrington, who says that, you know what? This is just a perfect symbol of weakness by President Biden and foreign adversaries just laughing all the way to the bank and seeing weakness, smelling weakness, and they feel they can do whatever they want under this current president. Take a listen. Can you imagine this happening if President Trump was in the White House? It would never. I mean, this is absolutely absurd. And so we wouldn't even have to think about this possibility because President Trump wouldn't allow these things to happen. And he didn't allow it to happen. It's called peace through strength. He talked about it last weekend, uh, how we restore that, what we had under President Trump. It, it this kind of stuff has got to end uh, and none of it would be happening if he were in the White House, just like Ukraine, uh, just like what they're going to do with Taiwan and what they're doing over Montana. This is outrageous. And we need strength and stability back in the White House under President Donald J. Trump. So is this preparing for early even stages of war? And that's why this is really concerning. That's what you just heard from Gordon Chang. I mean, there are people who believe that if Biden stays in office, uh, that that is the plan, clearly, of the Chinese. They're seeing a window to beef up, uh, to potentially go into Taiwan, who knows what else. Um, and at this point, they're just trying to figure out what are our capabilities, what potential response would we have should they do that? And maybe that's what this is all about Either way, it is deeply concerning, and I think it's deeply embarrassing that we're doing zilch. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to April, line two. April, your thoughts about this and the fact that, Uh, uh, I mean, to me it's astounding that that they would never have done this under Trump. Well, I know that for sure. I know that. What bothers me is that all of our enemies are watching, and I guarantee it, China's calling up Putin, calling up Kim Jong-un, calling up whoever else is out there. I said, see, see, I think this is the time. It's like a test. And how do we know that this balloon doesn't have any biological viruses on it? And then if we try to shoot it down, that maybe our government's not telling us we can't shoot it down because it would splatter the stuff all over the place. And it wouldn't be in China. It would, it's, so, it's so low, it may not go into our upper atmosphere and get to China. It will just go right down over the cities if we shot it down. Well, that's what I'm worried. You know, it's interesting. I mean, Gordon seems to, and the Pentagon, uh, seem to think that there isn't anything like that on the payload. They seem to think it's just like spy equipment that's on the payload. And and I hope they're right. Um, You know, usually they can check and see something like that, you would think at this point for sure. But regardless, I'm not 100% comfortable with it because I'm not 100%. Look, they didn't know that it was basically headed this way, it seems, or they allowed it to head this way, uh, which is mind-boggling to me. 
And I agree with you. You know, what is the strategy now? Like, what's the end game? And the fact that they're just kind of laughing, and like you said, it's a real test. It's like, look, uh, we can do this. We can hover over here. Um, they're not going to respond. Um, it could be, a, you know, nothing happened when we went over the Montana base. Nothing happened when we're going over, uh, you know, the stealth uh, fighter location. Let's see what happens if we go over Washington, D.C. I mean, there's a whole bunch of questions now that basically just look, make us look vulnerable and I think stupid. And that really saddens me with the world. April, thank you very much. Let's go to Joanne on line one. Joanne, what do you think is the objective here? Uh, well, I'll tell you, Rita, we have a cor- uh, corrupt trader in the White House that's compromised because he already took money from China to enrich himself and his family. Uh, we have Russia playing possum, and they're much stronger than we give them credit for. And we know that they're going to partner up with China. We have uh, General Milley, who's more concerned with white privilege than protecting the country. And we've got a military that's uh, absorbed in CRT instead of uh, protecting us. We have no borders and we get no respect. And we're hated by everybody because of our woke culture. So this is where we're at. So we're really up the creek. And my big fear is... How do we know that they won't release an EMP and just immobilize the entire country in a in a blink of an eye? Yeah, you know what? You know what? It's interesting the sort of electromagnetic field. I mean, that's why I'm not 100% certain that we really know what's on there. And with their technology, they've got some pretty state of the art technology themselves. Um, I, I don't rule anything out. I mean, I, hopefully that's not the case. Usually the United States on something like that and that's severe, uh, you would think we would know. But I just don't have that much faith, sadly, in our government, just like you said. And I think that they are just, I, I do, I think they're laughing at us right now. I think they're seeing it as incredibly vulnerable. And I think our administration uh, just looks weak. It looks lackluster. The president's not even saying anything, Joanne. I mean, that's the other thing. Even just to send a message to the Chinese right now, he's not even sending a message. And the fact that we didn't shoot it down is really frightening to me um, that we're, we're not being aggressive and we're just looking like we're looking like we're totally taking a backseat to China. And uh, and I agree that they're probably calling up, hey, uh, Russia, take a look what's going on. Hey, Iran, look what's going on. Hey, uh, you know, little rocket man North Korea and uh, North Korea. Look what's going on. You know, I, I just think it is the repercussions of this are disastrous. Uh, Joanne, thank you very, very much. Let's go to Rick on line three. Rick, your thoughts about this balloon and the objectives of China. Hey, Rita, if you look up the word feckless, you'll see a picture of Joe Biden. He's no, like, I agree. I agree. It sends it sends. And why do you think they're doing it now? Do you think it is that they're they're testing him because they see an opportunity? Yes, and the last caller beat me to the punch. Um, it's this is just proof that Joe Biden is a communist puppet of uh, you know the, the CCP. And uh, and um, also, I was going to say, um, Joe likes the balloon though because he is also a communist hot windbag. <laughs> so he's full of hot air, and this epitomizes yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Rick, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it, Rick. Let's go to Mike on the Lower East Side, Line 7. Go ahead, Mike, your thoughts about this. Oh, you, Rita? Yeah, they're just trying to discourage us. Look, we've got to put our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and on their windbags. And, uh, you know, uh, they have a bunch of, they're like a fart in the wind, man. Let's not, let's not lose heart, man. Let's just keep our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, they know China's not stupid. They do something stupid. They'll be obliterated. And uh, this is only, they're only trying to discourage us, man. They show them who our God is, and it's Jesus Christ, and he's more powerful than all of them, man. He go wipe them out. Oh, well, and, and by the way, Mike, I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely someone who believes in the power of prayer. Um, Mike, thank you very much for the call. But, you know, it's interesting. I mean, Joanne's point is a good one, that our administration has focused so much on this critical race theory and on wokeness in the military that it really has weakened the military, that they're so consumed with, you know, with quotas and with the right pronouns and meanwhile, we've got a Chinese balloon hovering over America, and they didn't even know enough to shoot it out when they had a chance over Alaska. You know, what if it wasn't carrying just spy equipment and something else? Uh, were we supposed to let that hover, too, as well? And I, I think we do have our eye off the ball. we got to stay, you know, the whole role of the military is to be strong and to fight wars, not to make sure you're using the correct pronoun. And I think we have basically... Uh, wasted our time, wasted our focus, and now we're paying a dear price. And this is a great example of it in many ways. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. What should we do with the balloon? And would this have happened under President Trump? I don't think so. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And you are listening to the Rita Cosby Show. Buddy Holly, of course, uh, the anniversary of that tragic, tragic crash. Um, And you think about the loss of so many great talents on that day, uh, the day the music died, unfortunately. And we are taking your calls, of course, about the Chinese spy balloon that is hovering over the United States. As now there is a report, the Pentagon putting out a statement that there's one also hovering over Latin America. And you heard from our Gordon Chang, who knows the Chinese very well and understands their mindset. He believes that this is an act of war and that Chinese may be doing the early stages of war, some reconnaissance. Uh, because they sense weakness in this president. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan on line eight. Stan, your thoughts about this. This is pretty scary stuff, Stan. You know, the one thing the balloon and Donald Trump have in common, they're both full of hot air. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I was waiting and, for and, your, and, I knew you'd come up with some analogy, Stan. Now, here's the story on this. First of all, Mr. Chang uh, has no right to say that it means war. I mean, he doesn't. He thinks he knows the Chinese. The Chinese know him better than he knows them. I can't stand the Chinese as far as I don't trust them. But here's the point. The story is not the president did say, why didn't you knock it down? Why didn't you shoot it out? He asked the military, shoot it. Why don't you do it? Shoot it out. And they're telling him, we don't think it's necessary at this time. Here's the point. As far as I could see, this is definitely should be shot down. 
Absolutely. I would have done it right away and so forth. Now, the president, to me, the story is the Defense Department and the Pentagon. Yeah, but they're all interconnected. Hang on a second, Stan, because to have, to me, it's not surprising that this Pentagon under this president would no, just no, say, no, yeah, no, no. just let, let it, just let it hang no. around, Stan. Just let it hold. You know, let's just, no big deal. Not to worry about it. They that's, had every hey, chance to do it. That's ridiculous. Okay. Here's no, no, that he that's is. realistic. They listened to their commander in chief and their commander in chief is a weak commander in chief. And his name is Joe Biden. Then why don't you blow it up? Why don't you do it? And they had the chance. They're the ones that did it. To me, it's the Defense Department and the Pentagon who are Oh, and, and Stan, Stan, first off, Stan, there is no way the Pentagon would act unilaterally on a situation as sensitive as this. Any situation it that involves it a it foreign it power, it's not they, an would have, they would have, hold on a second, Stan, hold on a second. They would have 1,000% had to have gotten approval from the President of the United States. And the President ultimately would be the one to say, yeah, shoot it down. Or don't shoot it down. By the time they kind of figured everything out, apparently they've been following it for days over desolate territory. And now it's over major urban cities in the United States. So you can't shoot it down now. You're going to have this debris field coming down at 60,000 feet, uh, miles an hour. You know, I mean, think about the velocity of that. There's no way right now. But they had the chance. They didn't do it. And they look weak and they look stupid. And China is clearly taking advantage of this president. And Gordon Chang knows a lot about China, much more than you and I do. And he says this is an act of war. Technically, it is. If you have a foreign craft that's flying over your mainland, believe me, if the shoe were on the other foot, China, uh, can you imagine, Stan? China would have shot it down in two seconds. Are you kidding me? They would have said, you come onto our territory, it is an act of war. And technically, they are correct, Stan. So go ahead. Now, here's the thing. Uh, here's a, they come over New York the way crime's going. Yeah, someone will shoot it down from this city. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, right. While right and, from the streets shooting this damn thing down, you know that. Yeah. By the way, they they'd have better aim than the Biden administration. That's uh, for sure. I, I, think, I think the president handled it correctly. The military is the problem in this case. They have to be more cautious than the president. He could have said, well, why, let's shoot it down, which is what he said. But no, no, we're not going to do that. We want to see where it goes. The other thing is I'm worried about the grid. What are they, they, they could be doing something with the grid. Well, and, and Stan, that's exactly what one of our other callers said. Stan, thank you very much, because some interesting points, because you have to wonder what exactly, indeed, are they looking at? Are they looking at maybe some of our electric grids? Uh, that's something that there's been a lot of talk about, sort of freezing our grids when you think about the impact that could have on electricity, our banking. I mean, there's a lot of huge issues there. Uh, but at this point, obviously, they know, we know, uh, and they're still flying. So that's a pretty brazen move. And there's no way the military would do anything unless Biden gave it the A-OK. And clearly, he didn't. It's too late. So now we're just going to kind of let it hover. And let's see what it does. Some great foreign policy, that is. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And tonight, more details about now a second Chinese spy balloon. There is one that's currently making its way over Latin America. The Pentagon putting out a statement tonight 
saying, quote, we are seeing reports of a balloon transiting Latin America. We now assess it is another Chinese surveillance balloon. So the Pentagon not mincing words, saying that there is indeed a second Chinese balloon. This one flying over Latin America comes after, of course, the first one that we know is now flying over high altitude, 60,000 feet, uh, flying over sensitive sites in the United States, collecting information. So why haven't we shot it down? And are we planning to what, somehow retrieve it and get the technology? What? Where's the strategy here? And why are we just kind of allowing it to just kind of float along, no big deal? We had the chance to shoot it down when it was going over desolate areas uh, of Alaska, also desolate areas of Canada. This one, it came through. Also, what about over the water? Apparently, we've been tracking it for days. And let's hope we were tracking it before it hit, you know, the mainland. Why also did Congress not know? There's so many questions tonight as to how vulnerable are we and what's the objective of China and the fact that we're just kind of letting it hover around with no big issues. I just think it makes us look weak. And it comes at a time where China, we know, is doing some really precarious actions. They've been trying to, like, poke the bear for a long, long time. And clearly they have found somebody who's willing to pick up at least some money, and that's Hunter Biden. Later on in the hour, we're going to take calls, everybody here on the Rita Cosby Show, because, boy, Hunter Biden is one big question mark tonight. There are so many issues if you look at where the money's coming from, from him. Uh, We know, by the way, isn't this interesting as we're connecting all the dots, some of those documents found at the Penn Biden Center, the classified documents, apparently deal with Ukraine, they deal with Russia, they deal with Iran, And they also deal with China. Isn't that interesting? And now we're also getting word about some of the big money that Hunter Biden was taking in from Chinese companies. And that's why it's so important to know what were these things? What were they buying? What were they hoping to achieve? Did they get anything for their millions upon millions of dollars? And is the president's son compromised? Is the president compromised? What were they trying to buy access for? And it's awfully fishy at a time where they're clearly looking at Taiwan. They're clearly looking over our mainland with a big old balloon. And now potentially another one is coming from south. Uh, think about this. What is there? Are they having a big uh, balloon reunion over America? I mean, what's the strategy here, guys? This is frightening. Well, here is Andy McCartney or Andy McCarthy earlier today. He is with formerly with the U.S. Attorney's Office, and he talked about, first off, just how troubling it is, all this stuff kind of happening at once, and also the focus on Hunter Biden and the big money he was getting in just a very short time from China that makes all this look really, really fishy. Take a listen to what he's saying. In just one year's time, Julian, and this is only a slice of what we're talking about, uh, this Chinese conglomerate called CEFC which the more we've found out about it, the more it seems that it was a Chinese intelligence operation. Uh, they filled the Biden family coffers with $6 million in just a one-year period. Yep. Um, what matters here is what China thought it was buying by paying the Biden family $6 million. H- how this all came to light uh, is an interesting issue, but it's a very secondary one. Yeah, what were they buying? 
And why is China so interested in the United States right now that they have one balloon that's flying over the U.S. mainland over sensitive sites? And then we have this other one. Now we're getting word that the Pentagon is confirming that indeed there is a second one that is transiting Latin America and headed this way. So, again, what is this big balloon surveillance reunion doing over the United States? And why is our president just kind of letting them just drift along? Well, Congressman James Comer, of course, who is going to be the one who's actually going to be looking into the Hunter Biden issues. There's going to be big hearings on that starting next week. So that is going to be must listen to. We're going to be covering them for sure here on the Rita Cosby Show. Well, Congressman James Comer says that these balloons, and especially the one that's already hovering over the United States, just makes us look so bad. And it is a sign that the Chinese see this president, Joe Biden, as just a weak man who's absorbed and focused on woke theories and CRT, but is not protecting America's homeland like the border and everything else. Take a listen to why he says the Chinese are doing what they're doing with these balloons right now. Well, I have concern this is going to be another example of the Biden administration's weakness on the national scale. I mean, you you look at what happened in Afghanistan. That hurt the reputation of America's military strength. That hurt the reputation of our commander in chief. Now we have China clearly playing games with the United States. This balloon never should have been allowed to cross over into the past the Pacific coast under the United States. Never should have happened. My concern is that the government obviously doesn't know what's in that balloon. Is that bioweapons in that? Did that balloon take off from Wuhan? We don't know anything about that balloon. But the fact that uh, this balloon was slowly making its way to the United States for several days, and this administration never alerted anyone about the possibility of this balloon coming over the United States is very concerning. It's very concerning they didn't shoot it out of the air before it even reached the continental United States. Yeah, it is. They had the chance to shoot it out. It would have sent a message, first of all, that we respect our homeland. We protect our homeland. The Chinese are laughing at us. And that's why that open border not only is a major threat to the United States, it's a sign to the Chinese that we'll just kind of let everybody in, whether they come from the air or whether they come from the ground. Come on in. No problems. We are not looking out for the sovereignty of America. They see it as sort of another sign of weakness. And also, why didn't they alert Congress? That's another really interesting thing. You have a Chinese surveillance balloon that there's no doubt that that's what it is. The Pentagon is coming full throttle and saying that's what it is. Now we know, again, the big news tonight that there's another one in Latin America coming over and headed this direction. So you got that. And they didn't tell Congress even privately that this was happening. Here's a little bit more from Congressman James Comer on that. No one on the House Oversight Committee. Now, I don't know about the Intelligence Committee uh, with the Senate or or the House, but I can tell you uh, the overwhelming majority of members of Congress that that I've spoken to in the last 24 hours had no idea about this. So this administration, again, is the least transparent administration in in the history of America. This is very concerning. Unless China's working with the Biden administration to help find some of those missing documents that are scattered all over the United States— then this is unacceptable and this should not be allowed. And again, another sign of weakness on the international stage by our commander in chief. 
So is it a sign of weakness? By the way, I like James Comer's idea. Maybe China can help us locate all of these classified documents that are strewn all over the different Biden locations. Uh, I think they'd have a better uh, better strategy than the FBI so far. My goodness. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Is this a sign of weakness? Clearly, the Chinese aren't intimidated. They have another one now tonight with the big breaking news in Latin America headed this direction. So do you think they're worried about what the U.S. is going to do? Sadly, no. And that's why there are serious repercussions to an open border, open skies, and a weak U.S. president. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Joel on line one. Uh, Joel, uh, this is, I think, it's a metaphor for sort of the weak U.S. policy we've seen in the last two years. Your thoughts? Rita, I agree. It's it's really an embarrassment. And uh, I, I think a couple of things. Number one, you what you're talking about, stand with. What about the fact that the military is able to basically say that they're not going to do it? The reason why the military is saying they're not going to do it is because they have uh, training to uh, to acquiesce to the lesser power. And they're like, oh, we don't want to accept Biden, upset Biden on this thing. So we better... You know, just say mm, maybe it's better off we lay off it and just laissez faire and all that. But the re- I think the real reason why Biden and why it wasn't shut down is really it's because the next wave is going to say on the balloons Biden for president 2024. <laughs> is that the one coming from Latin America? Probably right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one coming from that there. They, you'll see it from the other side because it's. People haven't been paying attention to the far side. They're just paying attention to the close side. But it, it, it is, it's really a tragedy, and I think that uh, hopefully this is a wake-up call to all those in the country or like who are sitting on the fence in the middle of the road and say, hey, we got to buckle down and, and secure our country because otherwise there's not going to be a country left to secure. Yeah, and the fact that we're just kind of letting it hover – um, and that's why I say it is sadly sort of a metaphor, Joel, because you think about that's how he's handled the border. Just kind of let people in, kind of hopefully maybe they'll come back to a court hearing in two or three years. Ninety percent of them basically yeah. never do. Um, and no big deal. Don't worry about it. And that's almost the way he's handled this. The other thing, too, Joel, there is no way in heck uh, when you know it's a spy balloon from a foreign country and especially an adversary like china the president absolutely would have to be engaged it's not like the pentagon would act unilaterally um they would have to absolutely confer with the president and say hey here's the chance the fact that they didn't do it when they knew they had an opportunity over you know barren land over alaska think about over water too i mean they had many chances to do it and they didn't do it so now there, it's sort of, again, like a metaphor, like, oh, now what do we do? They're uh, right here on our doorstep, you know? I mean, I mean, it's like, uh, 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 it's like it almost, it feels like we have like uh, Barney Fife um, leading foreign policy here, Joel. Real quick, your thoughts. Yeah, I agree totally. And if you take it back a, a, almost a century to, to World War One, initially they had reconnaissance planes and balloons and things like that. And they didn't have the, the weapons on them. And then they realized, oh, look at what they're doing. This is an act of war. And they started shooting them down. And that is what needs to be done, period. It is an yeah. act of war. 
Chang is right, and you know we got we got to we got to straighten our act as you know who want to keep our country together. That's for sure. And, well, we uh, have to, I, and, and you just don't know to, unless everybody wants to brush up on the Mandarin, you know. <laughs> well, not. well, that that's the thing, Joel. You know, it's like uh, these kind of moments are definitely, I think, being tested by China to see how we're going to respond, and the fact that we're not doing anything, and they're not even publicly you know, coming out. We haven't heard even a statement from the president of the United States saying, how dare you, China? You know, I mean, it, it to me, it's embarrassing and it's downright dangerous. Just like you said, um, you know, these moments, they are testing us. They're waiting to see what we're going to do. And so far we're getting uh, an A for them uh, for being able to take advantage of. And that is concerning to me. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And you are listening to the Rita Cosby Show on this Friday night. And now there is word that there is another Chinese spy balloon headed this way. It is transiting Latin America and it's obviously such an apparent incident that even the Pentagon spokesperson, Brigadier General Pat Ryder, put out a statement again confirming that they are seeing reports of a balloon transiting Latin America. Uh, we now, uh, we now assess it as another Chinese surveillance balloon. They're not mincing words, but they're not doing anything about it because we still have the one that's hovering over our country. And you know what's interesting? I always listen and and look at what you guys put on social media, on your tweets, at Rita Cosby. Uh, John put, shoot down that balloon, Rita, before Russia, Iran, and North Korea has theirs over us next. It's a powerful message. Yeah, because China's testing us. What are they getting? They're going over these sensitive locations. And now there's another one apparently coming over Latin America. Why the timing of this now? Clearly they sense weakness. They sense a vulnerable U.S. homeland, and that saddens me. You look at the open border, as we've been talking about. You look at the way that Biden handled the dismal withdrawal of Afghanistan. And they see a moment now where they will take advantage of American weakness. And if you listen to the way, even though they're saying, yeah, we know where these balloons are, the spokesperson at the Pentagon basically says, well, the one that's hovering over the U.S., we're just going to kind of keep watching it. That's their response. Take a listen. This is what he said earlier today when someone said, hey, are you going to shoot it down? No, we're not going to shoot it down. We're just going to kind of watch it. Take a listen. We need more information, and all of us are calling on. Uh... Yeah, so so as I mentioned, we'll continue to monitor it. Uh, right now, we assess that it will probably be over the United States for a few, few days, um, but we'll continue to monitor, review our options, and keep you updated as, as we can. Yeah, we're just going to monitor it. Do you imagine if it was over China? They would have shot it down when it was even anywhere near the vicinity of their homeland. Uh, there was the incident uh, with the spy plane. Remember, a couple years ago, they took the U.S. spy plane. They just took it into custody. They're like, okay, it's ours. Anywhere near our mainland, it's ours. And we basically allowed that to happen. Uh, even though it wasn't even technically in their airspace at that time. And here, they're physically in our airspace. They're over our major cities. And we're just kind of saying, yeah, we're monitoring it. 
that is a metaphor, I think, in so many ways for this president's policies. Where do you think this is headed? And now, with this big news, guys, that there's another one transiting Latin America headed this direction. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to John on line one. Uh, John, what do you think the strategy of China is with all of this? Hello. Yes, Rita. Uh, I believe they're playing games with us. It's all make-believe. Actually, it is a weather balloon. What do you, you oh, no way. What do you mean? Why do you think it's a it's a weather balloon, John? There's no way it's a weather balloon. Just, Go ahead. Just, all right. Okay. Um, just recently, the weather has changed here in the uh, United States. Not every state, but in the East Coast. And uh, that balloon is a weather balloon, and it probably has some technology on there that can maybe interfere with temperature and the weather and that's what they're testing that's why there are other balloons in other places now now if they would send they sent one apparently i heard one is in canada does canada have uh, missiles that can knock it down well canada certainly has the capability to do it um, and, and, and there's, that's, we're hearing sort of a mixed bag, by the way. And John, thank you for the call. But we're hearing a mixed bag on Canada because there's some reports that it exists, some that it doesn't exist. We know that this balloon came through Canada and that there were, of course, calls with the Canadian government and our government at that time. Um, but the, if they're testing it for weather, they're doing it for some sort of nefarious purpose. They're not just doing a, a weather check like a weather.com and let's see uh, if it's sunny today over Montana and it just happens to be over a uh, sensitive military base. I think there's other places they can check if that's the case. Let's go to Bob, line seven. Bob, your thoughts about this. Go ahead, Bob. Good evening, Rita. A couple things. First of all, the last call, I don't know what Kool-Aid he was drinking. But yeah, I, obviously it's some strong stuff, but go ahead. The, the reason why the Chinese are taking pictures is because this is usually the first phase before they, they declare war on a country. They want to make sure their intel is up to par, and they want to get pictures of all the military bases in this country. And Biden is a total disgrace. He's an incompetent buffoon, and he's endangering the lives of the American people. And people better wake up before it's too late. Well, that's the thing. The fact that it's just allowing to hover and the fact that they're coming out and saying it is a surveillance balloon is clear, Bob, uh, that it is here for nefarious purposes. Because, by the way, I mean, you think about this president when he had Xi Jinping on the phone with him, remember, for three hours, didn't even bring up the coronavirus with him. I mean, he's afraid to talk with him about the coronavirus. And yet they are coming out and saying it's a surveillance balloon. So you know that it's pretty serious stuff that they're coming out and at least making the statement. The question is, is he going to do anything? We'll continue with your calls after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, where we honor our great military and their family. I love doing this segment every night here on the Rita Cosby Show. And tonight, a beautiful tribute to a World War II veteran coming from Berea, Ohio. 
where on January 31st, just obviously a few days ago, the Veterans Outreach Office there honored World War II veteran George Lewis. It was in recognition of his 100th birthday. They presented him with a special certificate, thanking him for his service. It was signed by the mayor there. And they also designated January 31st as George Lewis Day in Middleburg Heights, Ohio. And at that point, by the way, at a ceremony, everybody in the room broke into God Bless America, and Lewis himself stood and gave his best salute. Um, George Lewis, by the way, fought his way through France and Germany in World War II, and he had one thought in mind. He said doing his job and getting home. He said he was building bridges so that the troops could cross the rivers and that because of that they were all over Europe in some very difficult locations. Lewis was a corporal assigned to the 249th Engineer Battalion with General George Patton's 3rd Army. The 3rd landed in France following the Normandy invasion in June 1944. And Lewis and his comrades slogged through France and Belgium where they were a critical part of the Battle of the Bulge and so many other pivotal battles in world history. And how beautiful to see that he was honored with many proclamations and obviously lots of family and love and support. How beautiful. And I love seeing the greatest generation always honored. Thank you so much to George Lewis and everybody who fought in World War II. Well, we are talking, of course, about the potential for war. I mean, this is a scary situation. We've got this balloon that's flying over. It's a surveillance balloon. By the way, the balloon itself is supposed to be uh, from China, which is like three buses long, they say. And then underneath is this surveillance payload. And the United States has made no, you know, uh, basically... You know, no qualms about the fact that they believe 1,000% it is a surveillance balloon. They're able to see it, and right now they're just letting it hover over the United States. It also comes with the new word tonight that there is a yet another balloon that's traveling over Latin America. A statement coming out from the Pentagon just a little bit ago that, yeah, we see another balloon now that may be headed this way, it looks like, coming from Latin America. So what is China trying to do? And do you agree with Gordon Chang, who we had on here in the last hour of the show, where he basically said this is an act of war, that they are testing Biden, they're seeing weakness, they're seeing, sadly, a vulnerable American homeland, and that is a very dangerous formula. So what are the Chinese up to? And remember, we know that the Chinese were paying big bucks to Hunter Biden. What are they after? What are they trying to do? And why the timing right now? Well, this is what Congressman Jerry Moran had to say uh, about why he thinks China is testing us at this very precarious moment. This administration has acted, reacted in a way that is too weak, not strong enough, not message sending, uh, and uh, simply uh, having a diplomatic spat over attendance uh, by the secretary in, in China. Uh, That's a pretty minuscule thing when it comes to our response. And um, when did when did the administration know what did they do uh, as soon as they found out about it? And we certainly, in my view, for what I know at the moment, should not allow this to leave the United States without it being taken into custody in some fashion, whether it's shot down or 
whatever other appropriate uh, steps we could take. I also want to know, hugely important, have we disabled the balloon so that it's incapable of collecting information? And it's now just sitting there, flying there. Yeah, it's now just sitting there, flying there, and now there's another one. They've entered our airspace. They have violated U.S. sovereignty. They have violated international law, and we're just kind of letting it hover. We had a chance to shoot it down. Now it's over all these, like, major, major urban areas. There's word it may be heading potentially to Washington, D.C. or elsewhere. It's going over all these sensitive sites. I don't think they're just doing it for the fun of it. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Henry on line eight. Henry, uh, what do you think we should do with this balloon? And now there's this other one coming from Latin America. Rita, you know what? We said shoot a shot it down. It's not too late now. We can go ahead and just shoot it down tonight. I'm sure we've communicated with China, and China said to you, don't worry about it. It's just a it's just taking weather report. Well, who the hell cares? Shoot it down now. It's not too late. At least it'll look Biden. He'll look a little bit more, you know, he'll look a little bit more forceful. It's not too Yeah, late. he looks so wimpy. And, well, the problem is, though, Henry, right now it's over some big cities. Now it's in, you know, urban territory. It would have been really easy to do when it was over Alaska. It would have been easy to do when it was over international waters heading in our direction. But we didn't do it. So now it's a little difficult. It's not like you can shoot over a balloon if you're going over a city. You know, you think about something dropping, you know, even if it's just sort of spy equipment and surveillance equipment, you know, if it drops at 60,000 feet, that's a pretty scary thing. If you drop a penny at 60,000 feet, that's scary. But you drop something as heavy as surveillance equipment that's the size of a VW bug, basically, uh, that's very dangerous. I mean, somebody on the ground, especially you can't control where it's going to drop, where it's going to go. Maybe they're just waiting for it to hover to the water and then they're going to shoot it out. Maybe they have some plan to seize it. Maybe there's some sort of like electronic equipment or something they're trying to get, uh, the U.S. strategy. But if the strategy is just to do nothing, uh, it's an embarrassment, don't you think, Henry? I mean, it's, it is, it is so embarrassing, I think, to other countries. Uh, they're looking and they're laughing at us. You know, Rita, I think with our electronic technology, we could move it out to the sea and just shoot it out. We've got great technology. We can intervene right now, and we can just bring it out out to the sea and just blow it out. Then it'll show that we're not weakness. We show weakness in Afghanistan, the border, how much more weakness we have. This reminds me, it's like how the Japanese attacked the first time Pearl Harbor, beginning of a war. This is ridiculous already. I mean, China said, oh, you know what? If nothing, the United States is not going to do anything about this balloon, we definitely are going into Taiwan now. See, the United States is not going to do anything to us. I think yeah, which is, I, and, that's, and that's what's so bad, that we're just sort of sitting back and going, oh, no big deal, not to worry about it. Uh, Henry, thanks so much. You're right, uh, because sometimes these little things that seem like, okay, well, it's going over, the fact it's going over U.S. sovereignty Sovereign territory is not a little thing. It, it opens the door, and it is a test of us, and we are failing the test big time. And who knows what is next? What are they really checking for? And the thing, if you think about almost any other country in the world, if this was happening, they would have shot it down in a heartbeat, not just China. But think about any other country. If this was coming, are you kidding me? They would have shot it down in a moment. And we, for some reason, are so lackluster and so wimpy 
Why are we not doing it? But it's par for the course with this president. There's no doubt about it. Let's go to David in the Bronx on line five. Go ahead, David. Yes, good evening, Rita. Let me give you a different perspective on this. Um, You might recall that there were Chinese agents, allegedly, that were intercepted trying to sneak into Miralago a few, I think it was last year or the year before. The Chinese have spies all over this country. They have satellites, so I don't know why they would send in balloons. Balloons, to me, is showing that they are not able to launch satellites like we are. This is actually showing inferiority of the Chinese spy technology that they had to resort to these balloons. And we could turn off any equipment that we have because we know these balloons are coming. They're very slow. We're able to monitor them. We're probably intercepting whatever transmissions they're making. And we have spies all over China ourselves. So we know exactly what's going on with this. I don't think we should be worried like all this hysteria that people are getting worked up about. I think that this is getting blown out of proportion. And I don't know, you know, I don't think it's good to get all excited about something that's probably a lot of nothing. Well, okay, so two things, David. First off, I think your point about like kind of getting their technology is an interesting one. And I agree with you. Maybe there's some sort of advantage to seeing what they're exactly doing to figure out what technology they have. Maybe there's some sort of reverse engineering strategy uh, that's going on here. And that could be an interesting point, David. Two, though, I think it makes us look so unbelievably weak that we're just allowing this balloon to just kind of hover above. And I think it sends a very disconcerting message to other countries who are seeing this and saying, oh, well, we can just kind of fly over American sovereignty, even if it all it is is just getting some surveillance. I don't like any of that. That's still a dangerous threat because a little surveillance could open the door to something else much more nefarious. And if you think that China is like, uh, what, uh, you know, still like, uh, you know, in the Stone Age. That ain't the case. They have very sophisticated technology, which makes us wonder why are they doing this now? We know what some of their military capabilities are, and it's a lot more impressive than this. So why would you sort of send this little nefarious thing over? It's a little suspicious for that reason. That's one. And two, it certainly sends a message, David, to other countries that are watching going, gosh, uh, we can go in on the southern border. We can go in in the skies. Is there any other direction you can come into America and, and question the integrity of another country? It's, it is a PR disaster for America, and it's a PR disaster for this president who looks weak that he's allowing foreigns to just blatantly spy. Like you said, there are spies. There was that woman. I remember the case of in Mar-a-Lago who got into Mar-a-Lago. There are countries that spy all the time. But whenever they're caught publicly, and this is a public incident, it is a public embarrassment. And if we just kind of allow it to hover, it sends a message that, hey, we're a free-for-all and just come on in at any time. And that's the danger here, David. Go ahead. I give you the last word. Yeah, I, I, I agree with some of that. But I'll just say this. I think in the end, what we're going to find out is that the administration knows exactly what's going on with this, and it's not the threat that it's being made out to be. I mean, some of your callers were saying it could be biological or EMP. It's none of that. You know, that kind of talk is just getting people excited. I'm not as worried about the Chinese as I am about some other countries, but if people want to pull their hair out over this, they're free to do so because it's in the end, it's going to be a nothing burger story. Mark my words, Rita. Well, David, I hope you're right. Look, I, look, I want the best for our country, so I hope you're right. Uh, but when it comes to the Chinese, 
Uh, I think we all have to be extremely suspicious. We know the history. They are definitely uh, our biggest adversary in so many shapes and form. They want to be the world dominant leader. They're pretty close to being that under this president, sadly. Um, and that's why it is so incredibly concerning. I think it's naive to just kind of let your pants down and think it's not a big deal either. So that's a big concern. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. What are your thoughts about this, guys? Let's go to Tom on line three. Tom, your thoughts. What should happen with this balloon right now? Well, I I remember uh, on 9-11... Uh, George W. Bush ordered uh, fighter jets to shoot down whatever passenger jets were still in the air that were taken over uh, by those, uh, you know, by the uh, uh, whatever country that was. Iraq was it? I don't don't remember. But they were willing to shoot down a plane full of people, I I think mainly to to prevent it from hitting the, the Pentagon if it was going there. So why not do the why not uh, shoot down the balloon yeah I, although although at this point you know to david's point and tom thank you for the call but to david's point they believe it is strictly right now a surveillance balloon and they probably have at least decent enough intelligence to figure that part out if it's if it's you know if it's got something much more nefarious than just surveillance technology although guys the thought of chinese surveilling blatantly over our country is an enormous threat. I think David's incredibly naive to think uh, that, oh, no big deal, let's just kind of let it hover above um, and get whatever intel it wants to get. That's one thing. And you're trusting this administration that they know uh, what they're doing and allowing it. It's almost like, again, I go back to the whole thing with the Wuhan virus. The fact that our president was on the phone with President Xi and he's like, oh, no big deal. Don't worry about it. I'm not even going to bring up the Chinese virus. That, to me, is outrageous. And here we are again. You've got a spy craft hovering above America. It looks like another one is coming this way. And we're just kind of allowing it to hover, allow them to get whatever they want. It's almost like what the way we're handling our open southern border. It is par for the course. 1-800-848-9222. And I'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And you are listening to the Rita Cosby Show. By the way, we are continuing calls, of course, on this Chinese spy balloon. Now we're of a second one hovering over Latin America. And in the middle of all this, there's a lot of hot air coming also from Hunter Biden and his team. Remember, in the last few days, uh, we've been hearing the Hunter Biden team trying to go on the offense a little bit, if you will threatening legal action over people who disseminated information out of that infamous laptop. And in the last few hours, the attorney for John Paul Mac Isaac, he, of course, is the computer repair guy who got the computer. Remember, Hunter Biden didn't pick up the computer over X amount of time. Then it was fair game for him to have that computer. He opens it up and sees, oh, my goodness, boy, is there a lot in here visually and also with emails and so forth, and reaches out to the FBI and reaches out to others with the information that he sees in there. Uh, So in the last little bit, we've been hearing from his attorney, and he is saying 
that the the repair guy did nothing wrong, uh, that this is just basically a PR stunt by Hunter Biden and his team trying to shut down those people releasing the information that's in that laptop. And boy, things are getting really dicey because next week there will be hearings with James Comer and others on Capitol Hill. I can't wait to see what do they have, what information will they get, Will they be able to connect this money trail as we're talking about China, especially, and all the money that was flowing from China and Chinese companies and suspicious individuals tied to China to Hunter Biden? What were they seeking? What information did they get? Is there anything with these classified documents that have been strewn all over Biden locations? Could they be revealing classified information that potentially Hunter Biden had access to. He was in the House, we know. There's just so many questions here. And that's why a lot of this stuff is kind of interconnected as we're hearing about this balloon hovering all over the United States. Well, here is the attorney for the computer repair guy, John Paul MacIsaac, who says, my co- my client did nothing wrong, and he stands by everything he did. Take a listen. Well, Hunter did sign a consent to... Um have John Paul access the computer. He also, on that work order, it also said that if he did not pick up the uh, computer within 90 days after completion, uh, it would become abandoned property and therefore become property of John Paul. What I do want to correct, though, is John Paul didn't disseminate any information. He gave it to the FBI. When the FBI didn't seem to do anything, He then took it to uh, the president's attorney. And most people, uh, especially people who are not attorneys, trust that an attorney will handle the property as as he expects them to. Uh, And it was for President Trump's protection because John Paul thought there was information on there. And we all know there is um, that could have. Very powerful information. And again, we'll hear more about it because hearings are going to be starting next week on the Hunter Biden laptop and all the different details surrounding it all. So, boy, things will get very explosive. Meantime, we've got the Chinese balloon that is hovering above America and the Biden administration just kind of letting it hover, just like they're letting people coming in in our southern border. And you can imagine if it was any other country, There is no way in heck they would have allowed anything to hit the U.S. mainland to be flying above and just kind of aimlessly watching it hover above. To me, it is a sad metaphor for the way that this president has handled foreign threats from the beginning. Let's go to Larry, uh, line three. Larry, your thoughts about what's going on with this balloon. And now there's word of the second one coming in from Latin America. Okay, I tell you, Rita, I believe that this is psychological warfare. The Chinese engage, like to engage in that. Um, clearly, it's evidence that they sent over the COVID as an act of, of warfare also, and we didn't get it. So now they're proving to us that, you know, the criminal likes to reveal himself. They're proving to us that they did it by injecting fear. We don't know what's in that balloon. Could be another virus. That's why we're hesitant. This is clearly... Um, uh, a violation of international airspace. It wouldn't be a provocation for us to shoot it down. But the Chinese are playing head games because we're fearful of what's in that balloon. And their goal is to create chaos through psychological warfare. No, you're right. You're right. And and it's working. And we would have every reason to shoot it down, Lair, just as you said. And we're not doing it. 
which is just the same reason we'd have every reason to turn back people at our southern border. We're not doing it. Uh, I, so that's why I say this president has left the U.S. homeland in such a precarious, vulnerable situation. It is frightening. And the fact that we're not doing it also sends a very bad message to China and to others who are watching this going, okay, well, the U.S. is just basically going to not do anything. So maybe let's invade Taiwan. Maybe let's do this. It's almost like the minor incursion comment, remember, that Biden made right before Russia invaded Ukraine. Not to worry about it. If it's a minor incursion, then maybe we won't do anything. So they're going to say, well, this one isn't such a big deal. This is just a spy plane. We're going to wait till something really, really serious happens, and then we'll do it. But we'll lead up to that point. We'll give them leeway. You don't give leeway with bad actors. It sets a very, very bad tone. Uh, let's go to Alex in California. Line seven. Alex, you're here on the Rita Cosby show. What do you think is up uh, with this balloon? Yeah, I just had two uh, quick comments and thank you for taking my call. The first comment is that I don't think China has done anything that is uh, out of bounds because if you go back maybe eight, seven years ago, Barack Obama's administration actually planted a spy software on Angela Merkel's uh, cell phone. This she is. She was a chancellor of Germany. Yeah. Oh, so, by the way, and by the way, Alex, you are absolutely right. Um, it's interesting that then they did put that. I disagree with you, though, and thank you for the call because one thousand percent, what China is doing now is wrong. And I remember when they got caught flat-footed, the Obama administration spying on Angela. Real quick, let's go to Jerry, line five. Jerry, real quick, your thoughts about this. Read a couple of things. Doesn't this remind you of Jimmy Carter? <laughs> he is the president right now. Point wow. You know, Jerry, thank you for the call. You bring up a great point. I think we have worse than Jimmy Carter. Let the balloon hover. Don't worry about it. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 